Hi, we're George and Jess, and after doing a morning radio show together for over a decade, we found our new home on the George and Jess podcast. We are a married couple exploring the ins and outs of balancing kids, marriage, and careers. So join us for adventures in the kitchen, at home, traveling, and more. Pull up a chair, grab a cup of coffee. It's time to get real about life, love, and the world around us. So here's something we're all going to have to get used to quick. New sleep schedules for the kids. Oh, I'm not looking forward to this at all. Actually, our kids really, okay, (laughs) I take that back. Noah sleeps in very late, but Clara, our five-year-old, is on pretty much on her schedule. She's on a good schedule. Here's the part that is going to throw me. What's that? It's the, she doesn't just get to get up. And run downstairs in her jammies and climb on the couch with her stuffed animals. And party. And, and watch a show in the morning. Yep. Like it's going to have to be get up, get dressed, brush your teeth, brush your hair, put your uniform on, get your backpack. Like there's just, it's a new element of chaos well, that I know is coming very soon. It's actually a, it's not new. We, we just lived a year of it. I but, mean, new new as in like for the fall. Yeah. And it's a, it's a different or change in routine. After three months off, she's going to go back to a schedule. And it's a bit of a culture shock, I think, for everyone sure. for that first few weeks. Yeah. Well, anyways, they're saying that the lack of sleep can be severely detrimental to kids' brains development. Oh, absolutely. So anyways, I, I, I was shocked to find out how much kids should actually be getting One to two years old, anywhere from 11 to 14 hours. So our 10-year-old is on track with that. Yeah. (laughs) Three to five-year-olds, 10 to 13. So Clara's right in there. She gets about 10, maybe maybe 11 sometimes. And this is all-inclusive. So they're including naps naps and nighttime sleep. Six to 12 years old, nine to 12 hours. That is where it starts to fall apart from what I've been reading. Well, sure, because you're not going to get your 10-year-old to go to bed at seven o'clock if they have to be up by 6.30. And 13 to 18-year-olds kind of fall into the same trap that adults wind up in where they don't get nearly enough Mm -hmm. sleep. How much do they need? Eight to 10 hours. Oh my gosh. How many how many teenagers do you know that get 10 hours of sleep a night during the school year? During the school year, I don't see how they can. They're so overwhelmed. It, it's insane, right? Uh, they say, uh, well, well, the reason preteens specifically, which is where the studies that they've done have found where lack of sleep will do the most damage, struggle with a lot of different things that we didn't have to specifically with social media Mm -hmm. and uh, their electronic devices, iPads, phones, things like that. So, but, but to keep them off those has got to be almost impossible. I know a lot of people with the older kids or that preteen will do like devices charge in the kitchen overnight. Right. So that you're eliminating that temptation from their bedroom. Right. Where like when lights are out, Devices go downstairs and you sleep. Right. But, uh, just on an off note, I was watching an interview with Cheryl Crow the other day. By the way, she looks and sounds fantastic. Love her. She looks. I mean, just she. I mean, just sounds great. I I, I want to see her like it, like the Orpheum or something oh, like that. Right. Amazing. But anyways, she was talking. They were asking her about her teenagers. I think she has. Her, her, is her oldest about seventeen now? 
but none of them are allowed to have social media accounts. Can you believe smart. that? I, well, yeah. I, th- I mean, probably in, close to impossible, listen, but smart. Yeah. If, if you're a parent and, and you, your, your kids have social media accounts, don't beat yourself up because I can tell you personally, I have failed at every parenting task I've ever been faced with. That's not true. I, no, I, I'm not. Well, I'm just going to be, I mean, seriously, iPads, whatever, when, when we're traveling or even during the day throughout the summer, if I needed to get something done, go ahead, get on your iPad. That's great. I do it. I, know, I do it. I think I'm not the perfect parent. I, I'm not claiming that we are, but I think if you're even thinking about those things, you're a good parent. Well, yeah, I know. But oh, I was very impressed. I was like, well, that is, oh. she goes, I know I'm the mean mom. Because you want to know what? The individuals interviewing her were like you and I. They were like, we try. I know. But at some point. I would love to be the mean mom and not allow social media until then. Oh, my God. I'm sure I'll lose that battle. Well, it's just going to become more and more prevalent, right? I know. It's already there. But the keys to get kids to fall asleep on time. By the way, if, if you're wondering if your kid struggles with it because you have struggled with it, you can be genetically predispositioned to have an issue. Now, it's not saying that you can't work with that and, and get sleep, but I, I, I've always wondered about that. I'm like, you know what? Because I've struggled with sleep my whole life. I can remember being in grade school and being up sometimes most of the night. Oof. And it was brutal. That's Because terrible. then at, when morning came... Right. And, and there was no social media. I didn't have a TV in my room. There was none of that. I just literally laid there and my mind was in overdrive Mm. all night long. I would worry sometimes about things that were coming up, whether it be uh, a test or, or often in new environments because I was moved around so much. You know, I I talk about, I I went to seven schools over my 12 year school Mm -hmm. career. So that, constant moving around right and things like that but it can be a real issue and it can hamper brain development and their learning ability mm-hmm. so what's the best way to to, to to fix that start the routines early I'm as not, far as like be, the back to school yeah before i run down any google list i, I i'm i want to hear what you think well, I, I, yeah i would say to get back into a routine before the night before the first day of school and not do it all at once. Like if your kids are going to bed at 10 o'clock right now and you'd like to see them going to bed at eight o'clock during the school year, like I would start in 15 to 20 minutes. And this is just, I have like no knowledge. This is just what I would do. I would do like 15 to 30 minute increments every night until you get to the desired bedtime. Yeah, they they do say that no screens in the bedroom after bedtime is a big help. Yeah. Because kids are like us, you know, if you can't sleep and you reach for your device, that's actually a terrible habit because that blue light is super stimulating and just the content you're consuming is stimulating. But they say that same thing for adults, right? That's what I mean. Like we're not supposed to reach for our phone in the night either, but But when you're awake and you're just laying there, it's natural to, if it's there, reach for it and I've, do the do the doom scrolling. I've done. I've. I don't like to sit and doom scroll, but I'll tell you this: I have followed all of the advice from these people that call themselves sleep experts. I actually went and had a sleep study done. Right, I've done it all. So, but 
I can tell you this. I'm not the type of guy who can just go into a dark, cool room and leave all my my electronic devices out someplace and just and just lay down with my thoughts and go to sleep because that is an absolute nightmare for me. I can't do that either. Because here's what I can't imagine. I can't imagine what it's like to be a person who only thinks of one thing at a time. What is that like? I'm not sure. I don't even know. My brain goes in about 600 directions all at once. I've lived my whole life like that. So I don't know what that's like. So if you're one of those individuals who can just go in and turn it off, good for you. That's Good for you. Thing. I bring my phone to bed and I always have, and I don't see myself not doing that, but I put my earbuds in at night and I listen to a sleep meditation. I usually listen to a podcast and that will help me fall asleep because it, uh, that will bring a focus in on one subject yeah. and eventually I'll get tired. Yeah. I fall asleep. And then if I wake up at some point, I, I search for my earbud that has fallen out and I will <laughs> throw it in my charging case and go back to sleep. Yeah, I, That's my best routine. And I know that they'll say that that's not good. And I'm like, well, then I won't sleep at all. I think you have to find what works for you. That's what I think. As an individual, yeah. of course, there's a ton of great advice out there. And obviously we're talking about adult sleep right now, but you have to find what works for you as an individual. You can support your kids back to the, the young adult sleep. Right. You can support them by helping them learn how to sleep without a device in their room. And then they can make that choice for themselves when they're older. They say, and you do this, you do this very well. You have established a relaxing bedtime routine. I did that that, with both kids when they were teeny babies and and I have not given it up. Well, I can tell you this. There's a lot of people because we have the kids get ready for bed at about eight o'clock yeah and they're in bed usually asleep by 8 30 yep right we read so, a book yep. we all we all pile in the bed we read a book clara listens to a sleep meditation on the peloton app she calls it her sleep girl gets her sleep mask out now. and she has a sleep mask which is <laughs> hilarious and adorable um and so she she gets all snuggled in and she and i play the sleep girl and she drifts off to sleep pretty easily. And it wasn't always the case, but um, she does sleep in our bed, which is a separate issue and not enough time on today's episode to dig into that. Um, And Noah's 10. And so he, we read the book together and then he goes in and just kind of starts to unwind on his own. And then I, I always go in and tuck him in and kind of do the like, Hey, you're a great kid. I love you thing. But he, yeah, he's old enough and he does jump on his uh, iPad. In the summer, he'll yeah. watch a, you know, he'll finish watching a baseball game and then he'll go to sleep. But right. he's, he knows when he's tired in the summer and he goes to sleep. So he, we do need to start working on things like the, the wake up side with him. Like because he sleeps 14 hours a day where he's getting up a little <laughs> right. earlier. He gets up at 11. I know. And, and he's I, in bed. He's, he's dead asleep for sure by 10 o'clock. I know he loves I, it. He loves to sleep. I love to sleep too. I wish I, but he's the only one in the house that you could literally drive a tank right through in, the bottom yeah. of this house and he wouldn't wake up. No, he'd be like, what was that? Has no trouble falling asleep. It's a Nothing. beautiful thing. He's just gone. It's a beautiful thing. Out out in space instantly, anytime, like at, like at, like at will. Yeah. It's like, I'm going to sleep. That's it. He's gone. doesn't matter. I, I, I wish I could do that. I really do. I envy him. Uh, but they say, and we, we don't do this, but it doesn't seem to be a problem. They say you should turn off all their screens 60 minutes prior to their bedtime. Yeah, they say that just, and that's that goes for adults too. Like the blue light of a screen is very bad for you for your fall asleep skills. 
listen, I understand when people say that, but back to the now as adults, I will say this. Those are people who don't, again, these are people who know what it's like to have a mind that thinks at one about one thing at a time. When your mind is thinking of 20 or 30 different things that, and it's just constantly changing. And That's where meditation comes in because that I agree. You, you train your mind to <laughs> shut all that Here, off. Here's what I'll tell you. When people try to give other people advice on how to train their mind, listen, I, I, I think they appreciate it, but in reality, you, you, you only know you. I know. When it comes, especially when it comes to sleep. I'm just making a suggestion <laughs> right. that um, does help with your mind. Well, sleep has been, it's, well, it's frustrating for me now. I literally can work out hard an hour every day, not nap during the day, limit my caffeine intake, go to bed exhausted at nine or 10 o'clock at night and not be able to sleep. It happens to me all the time. I've lived my, my life like that. That's why I was making a suggestion of something you haven't tried that maybe you could. What? Meditation. I've, I've tried it. I've tried it. And wh while I'm meditating, I'm thinking of how many home runs Aaron Judge will hit before yeah, the playoffs start. Meditation takes a lot of practice. You're not, you can't just meditate. But, you, but your mind, not everybody's mind can just do that, though. I know. It's, it doesn't just, matter how much you practice. I mean, unless, I mean. I should maybe get get on Aaron Rodgers' train and go try some of them uh, hallucinogenic drugs that he um, did. In I had somebody message us about those South America, and they were like, "Those that is very dangerous and potentially <laughs> lethal." And I was like, "Well, I'm not going to do it." Well, I just by the way, he's not he's not in trouble with the NFL. They've, he's not. They've made that very clear. Uh, okay, limit caffeine intake. That was one of the things that I have noticed that I think helps a little bit. Again, it's mm -hmm. baby steps for me. But they, they say even with kids, because that's a big thing, apparently, because of sodas and stuff like that. Oh, and like the energy drinks. Like. Yes. And, and why have they become so popular with even preteens now? I and why are preteens drinking energy drinks? I work with a guy who drinks like a gigantic, those monster ones that are like the size of our coffee table. I'm like, how do you ever fall asleep at night? That's It's crazy, right? I, I see a lot of young a lot of young people, I would say, anywhere from preteen right up into their early 20s, they just That's very chug bad them. For you. Chug them. They say another thing that will really help with kids is keep it consistent even on the weekends. Mm -hmm. They say that for adults as well. I know. And we are good with the kids unless yeah. there's some one off special occasion every once in a while that right. happens. Um, but otherwise, we stay pretty consistent even on the weekends, which annoys them, but it's, That's, it's good for them. But they don't know anything different. And for us, we suck at it because it's our only time. Here's the thing. You and I are usually in bed by about a quarter after nine. And you know what? On the weekends, if we stay up till 11, it's a big thing. And then we pay for it the next day. I know. And we, we sleep in and we're tired and it just like every weekend I'm like, I'm going to just try and stick to Maybe I'll, maybe I'll stay up till like nine 30 or 10. And then we get into a show or we're in the hot tub. It's our only downtime all week. That's so, the, that's the thing. I think a lot of adults can relate yeah, to that. So then you're like, I want to make the most of it, but then, you know, you pay for it. We usually try to like watch one of our binge type shows. Yeah. We'll get a few episodes in and then by 11, it's just like, oh God, I'm exhausted. At least we're not dealing with a hangover anymore oh, now right. that we don't drink. <laughs> right. That, that, that's a game changer. It really is. It really is. Uh, and they say that you should shift. If you haven't yet, you should shift to your sleep, school sleep schedule right now. Yeah. I just was thinking that the other day, like we're going to have to start 
being a little bit more intentional. Well, I think you they are though. They're in bed. At, yeah, it's at more the, the right morning time. stuff. Well, yeah, but I mean, I think that <laughs> the routine of getting up and just getting yeah, yeah. I think I don't think it'll. I don't. I don't think it'll be as big of a deal as you think. Well, I guess we'll, I, I, we'll, we'll find, find out. It. We'll soon. find. It'll be more of I just don't want to go to school. That's what. That's what we're going to hear. That's but that 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 just comes and goes. It does, and they're saying be very very careful with sleep aids like melatonin. Mm, yeah, and do they say why? Well, they said uh, that you want to start with behavioral recommendations first, like sleep hygiene, good routines, and consistent limits. Mm-hmm. And uh, they added that the safest way to use melatonin, if needed is at low dose in order to reset the child's clock. For example, to fight jet lag or if a kid has gone to bed too late, too many nights in a row and you just need to reset, they don't believe that melatonin added to them because your body produces that naturally, but consistently to just give them melatonin, that doesn't seem like they're that they think that's a good idea. I could see that. We because um, your body, you don't want to your you want your body to do what it does, right? Right, naturally. And, yeah. And we did go through a little phase where we we were using it more consistently, yeah. um, because we did struggle a lot with Clara's sleep. Right, like and she was. Oh my god, she, it was a nightmare. I mean, when she was a toddler, by the way, that we do know a sleep coach, right? Yeah, and she's amazing. Yeah. And she like has a waiting list because she's so good. Yeah, and that's uh, that would be an interesting conversation. And she's like an, an infant and toddler sleep coach, and yes. she does custom sleep plans. Um, and I reference her a lot on the podcast. And then she texts me, and she's like, "Oh, you mentioned me on the podcast." We have to get Steph. We have to have a conversation. I know. That yeah, I would love. She to. has a busy. She has twins, for God's sake. And we, I mean, we all have kids, so it's hard to get the schedules to work to where we can all just sit down and have a conversation. But going back and remembering what we went through, I know. I was like, "Oh my God, that like is a invaluable." Oh my God, invaluable. So that, I would love to get her on and and. We should do it soon now that we had have this episode right. because we can reference back to this episode and kind of talk about some of the back to school stuff too. And they say that you, it's good to talk about sleep habits because a lot of times kids that aren't getting enough sleep don't even know that they're tired. Mm-hmm. They just become more moody, emotional, even hyperactive at times. And then you'd be like, why aren't you tired? Well, actually they yes, are it's the and overtired. Yes, exactly. But think about how you feel when you're tired and aren't getting enough sleep. And then think about, I mean, you can verbalize it and say like, I slept crappy last night or I have slept crappy for a few nights. Kids don't, don't necessarily well, they don't even know. know that. No. And so they really do need a lot of sleep support even when they get older. Sleep is something I think that we are all, uh, a lot of people are lacking. I mean, it, oh, literally, yeah. it goes for all the way through the entire family. I freaking love sleeping. Well, it's good for you. Oh, I it's love good it. for your mind. If you if you're living a healthy lifestyle, it's good for your body. Right, it helps your mu- your muscles repair while you're sleeping. People and- don't understand that a lot of those guys that are in great shape. It will tell you if I mean health and fitness experts will tell you it's so important to get real rest, and they're talking about REM sleep, right? Right, seven to nine hours a night, and for adults, um, 
What was I going to say? I lost my train of thought. Because you haven't had enough sleep. No, I, I get plenty of sleep. I'm very strict about my sleep schedule. Like, well, I, I, we're all we're all I on the same schedule. Get my butt to bed at like nine fifteen, and if right. it's a minute later, I turn directly into a pumpkin. Um, I don't remember what I was going to say. Something about the quality of your sleep. But you anyway. have to get the REM. You have to. You yeah. have to get oh, to that point. Alcohol is terrible for sleep. Well, yeah. Well, is what I, I was going to say. I think that's like captain know, obvious. It, it's not though. Like I remember when I was drinking regularly and I would think like, oh, I fall asleep really easy when I'm, when I've had some drinks, like it helps me fall asleep. But the quality of your sleep when you fall asleep like that is very bad. When, when you have had a few drinks and you fall asleep is what you've done is suffocated your brain. I know. I know. And that's what it's done. And that's why you wake up three hours later feeling like crap and you're, you're thirsty and then you don't go back to sleep because your body's trying to readjust. It's just, it's, it, it was hard for me after I stopped drinking to fall asleep for a while. I was like, ah, what do I do? Like, do I just lay here? Well, but the thing about it is you were always doing dry January and stuff. I know, like but that, when so. I like actually, actually stopped. I think that's one of the things if, you know, we've talked about the sober curious movement. One of the things that will event that's a game changer in life in general is the quality of sleep you get. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not. That's why I had to bring it up. Like, we're talking about sleep. Yeah, it's not even. Oh my God. You'll wonder why you waited so long. Seriously. It does feel different. It hits different when you're getting quality Quality sleep sleep. consistently. It does. It changes everything. And do you ever notice, like, some nights on an odd, just, I don't know, chance, I'll, I'll get up in the morning and I'll tell you, God, I slept great last night. And it really helps you through the day. Mm, oh, right? yeah. I mean, it's just like you just, the whole day runs different. But that see, that's how I feel most of the time. So if I have a bad night's sleep, which doesn't happen very often, I'm like a train wreck. Yeah. Like I, I cannot function. Yeah. I Even though I, I have found this because my sleep is hit or miss. Some nights, great. Yeah. Some nights, not. But if you keep the same routine, getting up at the same time mm-hmm. every morning, even if you didn't sleep well, if you're used to getting up at 5.30, get up at 5.30, yeah. go work out, do whatever you do, because that gives you your best chance at least getting some consistent sleep right. throughout the week. Right, and then when the, when that night comes, hopefully you'll your body will be ready it, it, for quality it, sleep. And I don't know if anybody else can relate to this, but I feel like I have, you know, like, middle of the road type sleep on a few nights. And then eventually I just get so wore out that I'll sleep really hard for a night or two and my body catches up and I'm like, that can't be good, I don't but think it doesn't, it is, doesn't but... matter. That's just the way it is. I can't change it. I've tried everything. Yeah, Literally. I, I paid $2,500 <sighs> for somebody to tell me uh, that I have issues, <laughs> restless leg syndrome. And I'm like, that's what that is. You know, I mean, I, I even took medication for a, uh, for it for a while and it just didn't like, do it. This isn't it. Remember that? I thought I was like, do I need a CPAP? No. no. By the way, so you just needed to exercise and quit drinking. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, most, and for men, I would tell you this, most of you, if you stopped drinking completely and you got a regular uh, exercise routine going, ate healthier, lost some weight, you'd completely stop snoring. I mean, 100%. I can attest because yeah. you used to snore so loud, like, I had a townhouse and I could hear you in the basement. You, I don't snore at all anymore. Do Not I? at all. 
Zero. Nope. Just absolute zero. None ever. That's insane. Even when you're super tired. Right. Like it just isn't a thing anymore. And like you did that without any medical intervention. Right. I mean, you tried. <laughs> After all of the yeah, years. But of, like I know. there was never any. And then it turns did. out that wasn't my problem anyways. I just can't sleep because my mm. mind won't stop. My cousin is like that. She would get up in the middle of the night when we were kids and like rearrange her bedroom. <laughs> right. Heidi? Yes. Yeah, right. Okay. Well, anyways, on that note, it's just one of those things that we need to all think about. Here we are in the middle of August. Uh, we're in the back half of it now. Yeah, school is, the. it's coming. Yeah. I know some of the outlying areas have already started or I start like today and tomorrow. And so. some of the, my friends down south, their kids are already in school yeah. getting homework. Yeah. So school yeah. school is here. And uh, since we're talking about sleep, I have to, t- I got a, I got a new treat. Oh, really? From one of our partners um, at Heat Salon and Lifestyle Studio. I got a 100% silk pillowcase. And this, if you ladies have long hair, is a must. For long hair. I'm done, I, I want, because I remember when you brought it home and you pulled it out. First of all, Clara was like, I got to get me one of these. It is. Well, first it's gorgeous. It's hundred percent it, silk. It feels so soft. Oh my God. And I, what is it like to sleep on that? So there's a, um, a gray one, a taupe one and a black one. And obviously I went with the black one because so, it's very luxe. Um, and so I have long hair and I have extensions. Yeah. So it's super important to sleep on a silk pillowcase. I had a satin pillowcase, which is a, a an alternative, but the silk is where it's at. So, so it's, what, what's the difference? It's so soft. And like when I move my head, yeah, it doesn't pull my hair. It doesn't like rub my hair. It just, my hair just kind of glides along the pillowcase. So is, is it the hair thing that is the big benefit? It's the hair, but then it, it's on your the face benefit? too. Oh, really? So let me ask you this. Would a guy lay his head on a pillow with a silk pillowcase and think that it was amazing? I think so. And especially because your head is shaved, I think that would feel phenomenal on your head. <laughs> I, I mean, I'll I, might, let, I, I I'll, might have to go I'll down there and grab ta- one. I'll let you take it for a test drive and you can decide for yourself. But um, they, they have 100% silk pillowcases at heat in their uh, wellness boutique right in the front of the store. You don't have to be a client of the salon or have an appointment. You can just go in and check it out. But honestly, it game is like changer. game changer. Plus it's one of those little luxuries. Um, and I don't know if we've done this on a podcast or if I just post about it on Instagram, but it's one of those little luxuries that's not a huge expense. Sure. But it just like feels special and like really awesome when you right. lay your head down on the silk pillowcase. So speaking of things that help you sleep, we've we've not brought this up. We should, obviously, and I'm going to right now, is the C B D centers. Yes. They, they have a, some great products that will support your sleep. Big time, especially getting you to that point. And then once you're there, it's quality sleep. Mm-hmm. It is. Again, not everything at the CBD centers is THC related. No. I know that that was a big news story about a month and a half ago when that became legalized, but they've had great products that will help with sleep aid, muscle soreness, all kinds of different things for years. And this is natural product, mm-hmm. right? All the hemp that they have is grown, processed, and packaged right here in Minnesota so you know what you're getting. If you want to talk to them about something that could perhaps put you into better Ram, when it comes to sleep and, and to help you stay there, go into the CBD centers and talk to them. Trust me, they know what they're they know what they're talking about, and they've got a great selection of all kinds of different things. We have links for all of our fantastic sponsors on our website. Go to George and Jess 
Com. You can just click on the links right there. All right, we'll be back. It's already the weekend again. Tomorrow's my birthday. Tomorrow is your birthday. I know. I love my birthday. And I'm not even, I went for a lot of years and I was like, it's no big deal. We're, I don't care. And now I'm like, I freaking love my birthday and it's tomorrow. Tomorrow. And this year we've, we're going to do something that we've talked about doing. It, we're not necessarily here in Minnesota, but we're like, we're going to. Maybe we should talk about gifting to, on tomorrow's episode. And what we're going to do this right. year. That's what I mean. Because it's like, cool. Kind of I, like how our gift giving has evolved. It has. It has changed yeah. over the years. But we've got something. We've got, I think we've got a pretty good weekend planned. It's going to be fun. I'm excited. The kids are going to grandma's. Sans kids. The kids are going to <laughs> right. grandma's. No. So right. did Claire tell you the plan for my birthday party? No. It's a pajama party. Oh, of course it is. And tomorrow when I get home from work, we're all getting in our jammies and it's a pajama party. And she was like, I, we always do theme parties for the kids. Yeah. And she was like, what's your theme going to be? And I was like, moons and stars, like cosmic. And she was like, oh, I love that. So I don't know what that means, but I would be prepared for like some kind of decorating oh, that is wow. going to be happening. <laughs> so by the way, we are spending Jess's birthday, which is tomorrow, with the kids. Yeah, so I'll the, get home from work and yes. we'll do, you know, The following whatever. day, we're getting up on Saturday morning. We're bringing them to visit your mom, who doesn't get to see them as often as, as she'd like because she's in Rochester. She's yeah, an hour and a half away. She's an away. hour and a half away. Yeah, so they'll get to spend an evening with her and... uh we're gonna we're gonna make a, a a weekend of it up in the Twin Cities. I can't wait to spend a day in the Twin Cities. I know we're gonna shop, right? We're gonna eat. We're gonna go to an art museum <laughs> or got, gallery. Um, we've got some cool stuff. I planned. know. So, so we'll be back tomorrow for. We'll chat about it tomorrow morning at six a.m.